All right, let's get right into it. Uh, episode 56, right? Yeah. All right, Lawrence Taylor. Speaking of monsters, scary-ass people. <laughs> Unless you had a different one. Speaking of candy, nose candy. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, so here we are. Uh, it's ha- Halloween, kind of. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you, you uh, got any Halloween right? concerts that you're heading to? Fortunately not. I haven't asked you in quite some time. Have you been to concerts lately? Mm, I haven't retired, but I have taken a break. Mm-hmm. Responsible thing to do. Well, it's because I've been banned. <laughs> Responsible on their part, then. Thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, yeah, no, there's a lot of gatherings going on all over the country, but fortunately, concerts aren't one of them. So. <laughs> I tagged you in a tweet the other day. It was a scene. I don't even like Avicii, but it was a scene from like an Avicii concert. And it's like, damn, like I would kill to be there. Oh yeah. I'd probably get killed, but I would kill to be there <laughs> at a time like this. Yeah. I, I would honestly, kill for that to be a reality right now. I would kill for the chance to maybe get killed by going to one of those concerts. Mm-hmm. I think sure. in general, you're like, in all seriousness, you're a bigger concert guy than I, I am or was but man like even like the concerts we've been to together i've probably been to mm, i guess if you include like those unh concerts 10 concerts maybe around there single digits no more than no 10 in my life and even if you just count like live sporting events god damn like talk about like just taking something for granted yeah yeah there was a time where like amongst other things obviously but you know those are those are those are up there there's a time where I was like, man, going to a Celtics or Red Sox game, not so much Patriots because they're more expensive, but going mm-hmm. to one of those two games is so easy that I was like, I wasn't mm-hmm. starting to get sick of it, but I was, I was to the point where like pre-March, if someone said, you're never going to be able to go to one of these again, I would have been like, hmm, yeah, it could, could be certainly worse things. But now yeah. that I can't, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to go to one of those things. I mean, it's definitely different as an adult. Like, as an adult, we could just go on StubHub and buy tickets to a game anytime we want. I mean, yeah, if, exactly. If we can afford it, it's different as a kid. As a kid, it's like that was a big moment. Like opening like the physical tickets, like from your parents or whoever got them for you. That was the shit. But uh, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, um, we 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 will hit on some Halloween stuff, some trick or treat stuff. Um, try to keep it fun. I mean, obviously Halloween's going to look a little different this year, I assume than usual, but, uh, but, but it's just hard to not talk about current events before we get going. Cause mm-hmm. stuff happens rather frequently. I don't even know where you want to begin. I think there's three we talked about. We should address. Um, I'll let, I'll let you pick. I'm ready to okay. go with whatever. Let's start here. Um, in like two minutes or less. Tony LaRusso's geriatric ass is back in Major League <laughs> Baseball. He is 76 years old. He's damn near 80. Imagine starting a new job at 76. <laughs> I saw I saw a picture of him on Twitter today that was it must have been some sort oh, Twitter of Twitter like, was outstanding today with it. Oh Did yeah. Did not fail. Did not yeah. fail. Yeah, Twitter, if you this is what I was gonna say before we start recording, but great app. Can, not even an ad. Ad yeah. this isn't an ad. Twitter's a great app. Yeah. Google it. Jack. Great, great invention, Jack. Great. Guy. Twitter. Great I don't theory. even know what that guy's last name is, but he doesn't even need one. Doesn't have one. 
he should probably the name Jack should be retired in his honor and never to be used again. But like, if you can avoid the shitty parts of Twitter, the great parts of Twitter are fucking great. I was going to say, delivered. I was going to say another person named Jack was hot on Twitter today too, but I don't want to go down that path. Who? Uh, the golden bear. Ah, yes. <laughs> but anyway, I don't want to go down that path. Yeah, no. But yeah. So, um, so Tony LaRusso. Heart pass. Was, <laughs> Tony LaRusso was named the manager of the Chicago White Sox. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't even know they fired their manager. Uh, but anyway, so Tony Roos is back in baseball. I, I did just happen to hear this on the way from picking up Carter. I think he last managed. It, it was more recent than I thought. I think it was like five or six years ago or something like that. Maybe it was 2011 and he was, was already 67 okay. the last time he managed. That math checks out. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he won the World Series that year. Um, went out on top. I just don't know what motivated it to come back. Did you look into that story at all? Like I didn't, and I didn't even hear his name rotating amongst um, like managers to be considered this year. No. I didn't even know he was looking for a job. <laughs> I didn't either. Maybe he was, he was happily retired. Something. That's what I mean. Like I didn't get a notification. <laughs> Imagine if that's how he got the job. Was he just got like 17, people have, viewed, 17 people have viewed your profile over the last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Up, upgrade to uh premium to see who it was and it was just like the fucking chicago white Sox front office when i first heard the news mm-hmm. the way that i saw it was friend of the program trill withers yeah. tyler i am yeah he had a great he just wrote la Russa with like 17 question marks yeah and initially whenever i see something like that if i see a celebrity's name with question marks mm-hmm. it's two things dead yeah <laughs> or they're in support of a certain someone mm-hmm. which comes to the surprise of the public Dead or very well. It was neither one of those things. No, he's working. Working man. It's just, it's an interesting team to go to. They're very, um, they have very good young core players. They have one of the, and we've talked, we've had some baseball people on somewhat recently, and we've never talked about Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson is also one of the, one of the cooler younger players in the league. Um, One of the few like, like actual, just like uh, African-American players in the league of notoriety. Yep. And uh, I don't know. There are some good ones going around about how a 76 year old is going to relate to some of the younger guys. We'll see. I'm intrigued. You know, we just talked about live sporting events. If if I could, I might, I might, I might call that season ticket holder line and Mm. see what's good. (laughs) Yeah. First row behind the dugout. Mm -hmm. Be there to witness his in-game death. He's old, bro. Like what kind of, any idea what his contract was lengthwise? How do you sign that guy more than five years? Yeah, I don't know. What if his incentive is just like surviving? Don't die. Yeah. Yeah. Every year you don't die, will chip will kick in 500k. <laughs> I'd sign that deal. Big That's time. actually a terrific segue. Um, it's a good thing he was he's managing the White Sox and not another baseball team. Mm. <laughs> he might be a little more susceptible to. Mm. not earning that bonus yes and that's the los angeles dodgers shout out la dodgers world series champions yeah um they won in game six that was game six right yep yeah because i remember in our group chat with our producer brian Leahy, i said dodgers in seven he said i think he said rays in six <laughs> that is a baseball fan um <laughs> i don't know what you said but 
I think yeah, I no. said I wanted the Rays, and then I, I think I said Rays in seven. Yeah, okay. Um, so over three, like, <laughs> nope. six. Yep, LA, throw it up. <laughs> and again, I didn't I didn't watch the whole game. Uh, I woke up to the news. And uh, it it does kind of suck. I mean, the the news of them winning the World Series was certainly overlapped by the COVID story. Uh, mm. So Justin Turner was taken out in the seventh. Did you watch the game? Yeah. All, all this happened. So what was what was it like when he was taken out? So it, back. This is the funniest part: is that it they came back from commercial break. I want to say in the eighth inning, eighth yep. or ninth inning. So it was late in the game yep. uh, when they gave the update because I think it happened but no one really knew like news anchor Why? or commentator wise. Mm-hmm. So they come back from a commercial break and the guys that are in the studio with a rod and poppy, uh, I think his name is Kevin Burkhart. Yeah. You know how, when, <laughs> when sports center or like general news, when they have something sad to deliver, yeah. they cut away. They either turn on dramatic music or there's no music. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, Oh shit. Like I got to get prepped for whatever they're about to announce. So there's yeah. no music. And he starts talking. He's like, so we've just learned. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, mm. I don't know. Tommy Lasorda died. Like, who related to the Dodgers or the Rays died? Yeah. And yeah. he was just like, we just found out that Justin Turner's uh, test came back positive today. He was removed from the game and asked to leave. Um, came back today or came back five minutes ago? I, he was in the game. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It, I think he said it came during the sixth inning or something like that, whatever the story ended up being, and that he was asked to leave. So he's been – he's left the game. He's mm-hmm. been subbed in, whatever. Makes sense. Sure. And then, yeah, fast forward to the end of the game, the Dodgers win. He's not there. He sends out a tweet saying congrats congrats to the team. Yep. Can't wait to celebrate with City of LA. Of LA. Yep. And, and then that was it. <clears throat> right? I wish I could be out there with them. Yeah. And that was it. So very responsible on his part. Perhaps maybe he's a writer and yeah. he was pra- and he was practicing foreshadowing. So, I mean, if that was the end of the story, I don't understand why so many people are talking about it unless I missed something else after that. I didn't watch mm. the post game celebration or anything like that. And I haven't been online since. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're in for a treat. Wait, what the heck? Hold on. Push notification from the LA times. <laughs> oh, you're not going to like this. Oh, Apparently he came back back out um, to join in the celebrations afterwards. I didn't know that. He had a mask on say. sometimes. Um, took it off. It's not like he like kissed his wife or anything or sat next to like the oldest guy in the organization. Fuck, hold on. I got to turn my noties off. No, and yes. no one in the organization has ever like survived cancer, right? <laughs> Breaking news. Oh, I got this notification three days ago. Breaking uh-huh. news. Oh, my God. Go ahead. I'm ready. A big fat smooch on the lips to his wife. And Bob's your uncle sitting right next to Dave Roberts taking the picture. And hugging all his teammates. But no, seriously, it's like that. And and again, we we talked about this kind of in our our tech stop before we started recording. Unfortunately, it kind of is what it is. I mean, from from a strictly medical standpoint not that i'm an expert but he was positive while playing in the game so it's like everyone who probably was exposed was already exposed granted going back out doesn't help the chances of other people getting it who may not not had it before but to me this is just an optic story like (laughs) it's just not a good look Mm -hmm. uh for anyone involved unfortunately and it's like 
Oh, the other, the other good part I saw was he was like kissing the trophy too. Oh yeah. Like, so that's not great. Yeah. So by proxy, he is going to end up kissing the whole team. Uh, more or less. If I understand how contagion works, which I'm pretty sure I do. Um, yeah, not great. Not great at all, but I don't know. It just kind of is what it is. It's just one of those things where it's like, you know what? Here's a 2020 news story. This is going to happen. You said you're not an expert. Uh, legally, technically, and literally. No. Okay. Luckily, every other sense of the word. Yes, I am. Luckily, we do employ one on this show, which is me. Uh, So I have a similarly hot take that Uh it wasn't good. No, I've heard multiple people say the same thing. And I also, going back to being serious, I also saw people tweet like, some people I knew were being sarcastic, but some people I I could tell were kind of being serious. Like, Like, this is a this is ridiculous. Like they should, um, they should relinquish their title. And this, this world series has an asterisk and this and that it's like, well, no, those literally don't have anything to do with each other, but no. please go on, do, do your thing. <laughs> tweet your tweet, your tweet. What I was going to say is like the kissing thing you bring up, you bring up a good point, which leads yeah. me to a, a For somebody who's kissed question. a lot of, uh, a lot of professional baseball players. I'd like to hear your take. Well, I, actually, <laughs> I, I thought that you fit that description as well. So as two experts on this subject matter. Two ex-experts. How much money would it take for, for you to have kissed him after the game on live TV for everyone to see? So it's not yeah, just yeah. the fact that you're kissing oh, him. Mm, that's but it, everyone right. sees and gets mad at you. And also, that's how you're coming out of the closet. two different things but if it was just based on like the virus if it was just me and uh, i don't know i i I don't know i don't want to go down this path i guess i would do it for a good amount of money but i would also go home and like just quarantine for like two months and at least if something happened to me like all right like this is my fault (laughs) i literally (laughs) had i had 100 control of this scenario um it'd be different if I like did it, went home and like interacted with my grandparents, my family and shit like that. But I I think what you're getting at, actually, correct me. Let me go back. I have no idea what you're getting at, but what I'm going to just assume you're getting at is it's not a good look. And I get it. It's like, you know, his, everyone coming into his defense, like, Hey, it's the world series. Let this guy live, blah, blah, blah. 99.9% infection, death rate, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, that's probably not the best thing to do. Yeah. No, you, you already know that, especially on camera. It'd be even worse if he was like, all right, like hopefully no cameras are rolling. I'm going to go out and celebrate with my teammates. It's like, no, that's obviously not the case, but we'll see. What I'm more curious about is the season's over. So it's like, I assume they don't have to keep following these testing requirements and we're going to hear about them. You know what I mean? So who the fuck knows? Oh, I thought you were going to go down the path of what's the punishment going to be. I, I don't even know how you would do that. Like the season's over. <laughs> it's like as soon as next season starts, they just give him COVID again. Justin, my office. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I just don't give. I'm just so tired from it. It's like, hey, baseball players are already, they're already used to syringes. So, yeah. If you want to give them something nice bad one. in there. Nice one. I don't know. I just think it shows, it, again, it's like, 
they talk about like this World Series is in a bubble. Not really. Not like the NBA playoff bubble. It just goes back to the NBA did it, right? Like the NBA knocked it out of the park. Like think of like, think about the NBA playoffs was COVID wasn't even a, a thought after like the first couple of games. Right. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even consider the possibility of a player coming out positive for the virus. It was just like, they're doing their thing in the bubble. This works. Let's just focus on basketball. Even the NFL. It's like ever since the outbreaks in week, like three or four, whenever it was, it's still a possibility every week. And I think there's still players coming out here and there. Um, Baseball did pretty well. Just shut down their stadium. I saw. Oh really? Okay. There you go. Like, it's just, you can't do this shit unless you're literally going from your hotel room to the court every game. So what do you expect? Um, so that's that. Talk about a curveball. Certainly. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. Shout out Dodgers world series champs. How do you feel about Mookie? Happy for Mookie mad. Eh, I didn't want the Dodgers to win just cause I didn't want to see another LA championship. That That's but another storyline too. Oh God. Is that another storyline? <laughs> Oh yeah, good lord! That is another story. Let's go right into that. So it's like I I guess I'm happy for Mookie because he got traded. You know, yeah, it kind of is. I like Mookie. Good for him. He had a great series too. Um, Oh god, if you listen to our, I think a couple episodes ago, right when we were talking about the the Lakers championship. Yeah, um, the episode that we did for Kobe. I guess (laughs) that was our. Oh, I didn't even think about this. So that was our like 52nd episode. Ooh. So if you ever notice, 24 plus 8 is 32. Magic Johnson wore 32. Mm. Magic Johnson is a 1% owner in the Dodgers. Um, and then whatever number you need between 32 to 24 to 17, um, it's, it's just crazy how that adds up. Wow. Like that, that's Kobe. Wow. That's Kobe looking down and just doing his thing. Mama. At least Kyle Kuzma thinks that way. <laughs> Cause yeah, that's um this felt this fed right into the narrative of um City of Angels. <laughs> yeah. about that either. They were feeling now, what, blue in LA. For sure. What was um what was what was Kuzma's tweet for real? It did the numbers did make sense. It was eight <laughs> plus twenty-four. No, it was um 17 titles for the Lakers, seven for the Dodgers, equals 24. Can't make this shit up. Yeah. No. Oh, hmm. my God. Some of the... Excuse me. You can, you can make this shit up. There's literally no reason whatsoever to talk about these things, is what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. It has, these it has things nothing are strictly do, made up. It has nothing to do with Kobe Bryant and his daughter tragically dying in a helicopter crash in February. Mm-hmm. But if you want to make that about yourself and get some likes and retweets... Go for it, Kyle. Please. Ooh. Did you see? I this one is legit. Did you see that in the eighth inning at one point the count went four balls and two strikes? No chance. Yeah. I won't believe it. And let me guess the batter walked to first base. How many times have you seen Kobe walk off the court to the sideline? Yeah. It's getting scary. And how many stories are there of, of him just being speaking of bases a lot of the stories are based on his intensity unbelievable please people please city of los angeles let this man rest in peace for christ's sake and if you thought that was crazy in the next inning the ninth inning oh god no 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 yeah which is one short of 10 the number he wore in the olympics 
there was a, another batter where the count the count went to four strikes and two balls. I saw that. <laughs> Never unheard of. <laughs> you can't write that. I saw that play. They called strike three. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Angels in the Outfield? I actually haven't. It's right. Well, it's a great movie. Um, Danny Glover. Yes. Who's black and Kobe's also black. All right. I, I, you're starting. I can't do this anymore. You're starting to freak <laughs> me out. This is getting too scary. Dude, it's Halloween week. It's crazy. I, I know. Great transition. But in all seriousness, it's like, just let this dude rest. Like, come on. Yeah. If Kobe, if Kobe didn't die this year, the Lakers are probably still going to win the championship. So were the Dodgers. The numbers would have been there. It is what it is. You see the tweet I tagged you and that guy with the Kobe Lambo in LA? <laughs> the top of it is just like a painting of Kobe and Gigi. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like I'm sure Vanessa would love to drive down the street and see this asshole <laughs> who she's never met before, who I don't even know who it was, just driving around town in a fucking RIP Kobe Lamborghini. Like, bro, <sighs> leave me alone. Yeah, it is so fucking tacky. Unbelievable. I don't know if I've told you this, but you are like my heir apparent on my will and my trust and everything. Mm. Um, and then I think it's my wife's a couple rung, rings down. When I die, please, like, I don't need all this stuff. Some of no. it would be nice. I want you to run the numbers at any chance you possibly can, but yeah, I don't. I don't need you to to spray paint your Nissan Sentra or whatever it is and have my memory there. So since you're not an athlete for, for the numbers, do you want me to use like your birth date, your weight, your, your height? Like what numbers am I working with? Um, yeah, my birth date. Um, I think I have, I don't have 2020 vision. I'll have to get you a copy of my, my Ooh. latest uh, optom- optometrist appointment. Uh, but my vision would be respectable. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're respectable things, but you recently sent me a, a copy of your BMI. So I've got that. <laughs> Please. But again, like we do every episode, let, let's get into it. Uh, half an hour later, it is Halloween. Yep. Uh, we were just talking about scary things. Uh, where do you want to start? Mm. We had a few ideas we wanted to talk about. Let's start with the teams, the team mascots. Okay. Yeah. I, I, there's some actual scary mascots in sports. Oh, big time. If you put together like an all Halloween team. So, um why don't you go first what, when you think of some of the scariest mascots in sports whether they be uh what they would be in real life what the actual logo looks like where did you want to start with this conversation hmm. i hate to start with something that's like talked about so much and that we yeah. we talk about a lot on the show but yeah from major league lacrosse the denver outlaws is that a real team mm-hmm. pretty scary that is, and we can go back and forth on this, but that that's my first entry. The Den, the Denver Outlaws would be a terrifying thing to encounter in real life because, well, first of all, t- Outlaws are always like, whenever you picture them on the, I, and I don't know what their logo specifically looks like, but I, I don't just know anything like about a, this franchise. No, they're very big. They're one of the the six most popular uh, teams in Major League Lacrosse. By the way, there are only six teams. Nor nor do any of our listeners for that matter, but whatever. So yeah, you picture an outlaw, you picture like the the wanted sign in the Old West. But I just picture, I think we talked about this on another episode for some reason, but being on the top of a train and outlaws just fighting each other out in the West. We talked about it when we were talking about jumping from the LeBron James bandwagon to the Jimmy Butler bandwagon. Yeah. 
and very scary scenario and they do like a they just wherever they go too. they they rob people they're just kind of lost they don't give a fuck yeah this this is foreshadowing for something that is an appropriate statement i'll make in like 20 minutes but they also do a lot of raping and pillaging so stick around for my comments on that yeah great teaser um (laughs) that's a good one when i think of an outlaw i think of yosemite sam the cartoon character and kind of like the UNLV running rebels. That's another one. Oh That's yeah. Pretty, pretty similar. Um, I wish I get it. Like the Cowboys logo iconic is the star, but they could put together something similar too, like an actual cowboy. I think they might oh, have yeah. used to way back in the day, but no, I think, I think, I think the scariest mascots probably out there. I think the Duke, Duke blue devil is up there. That guy could be scary. Um, the OG Raptors for sure like the actual OG Raptors logo with the dinosaur, oh, yeah. like with the claws, great Jersey, great logo theme, very scary. Um, but I actually wanted to go down the path of college sports, specifically college football. College football is just reckless. Like they don't have pictures of mascots. They will bring a alligator on a chain out to the field. Yeah. In a, in a, in a, in a stadium called the swamp kids 20 year old kids have been drinking since 6 30 a.m for an eight o'clock primetime game and just not give a fuck lsu or the georgia bulldog (laughs) um what else we talked about this before i just remember this maybe not on this show it might have been on best podcast no it was this because i think we were talking about the texas longhorns or that's what i was similar type thing i think that was on the old show no it was this show for sure because we talked about like the accidental um like the the dangerous fucking yeah the, the wagon tipping over or something that was this show yeah hmm. okay all right i'll have to ask sean check the tapes we'll check the time people <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh, that's a great example they bring a full-ass bull onto the field mm-hmm. who's already probably pissed that's not how he probably prefers to spend his saturday afternoons <laughs> and they just say let's go and florida oh i know i think we were talking about this during the racial episode <laughs> Because yes. I think we're talking about racist mascots, which there are a plenty. Uh, but the Florida State Seminole guy, too. That guy doesn't give a, a mother F whatsoever. He, <laughs> that's the guy. He rides out on a horse with a flaming uh, arrow or something and just throws <laughs> it into the field. And then, got real one that pe- is- then real people go out and play football. Yeah, And you wonder why those games are so violent. Those like Miami, Florida State games. Why there's like tussles after the whistle. That guy would be, he himself would have loved to have been like a football player if it was available. But it's also a, di- it's also a different guy. I assume it's not the same guy throughout the last 50 years. So there is a time where there's an open position at Florida State to be, to be that guy. Mm-hmm. This is Crazy. one that um, I didn't have written down, but now that I look at it. Yeah. This guy's name is Pistol Pete. The basketball player? <laughs> That's what you would think. That's what they'd like you to think. I no. Think Oklahoma State. Um, which oh, is the Cowboys? Yeah, which is going to be my point, which is half the time, they don't even... It's not just a funny mascot. Like They'll just bring someone related to a cowboy or someone who is a part-time cowboy. Yeah. That guy's fucking scary. You can see he's got like his gun drawn. He's got a full clip. Guns got a full like magazine around his waist. One in the clip. Yep. It's not 
it's not a pretty sight. Um, similar to your Texas Longhorns, um, the LA Rams. Mm, they kind of lost me. Excuse me. They lost me with their new logo this year. They did. They down I, a notch. I think I just kind of reminded of it because you had that like, I know you probably don't want to bring it up, but um, you had that famous run in with the uh, Ram when you were still living in Nashua. So, yeah, we <laughs> it's there's a also, soft spot on the show. There's also a whole theme around the NFL with. Well, I guess you already said it with Cowboys, but like humanized mascots. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at like the Buccaneers or the Raiders or yep. the Chiefs, the Bills. Uh, no, that's an animal. Um, no, no, I think they're the Buffalo, like Buffalo Bill is a, is a guy. Certainly is certainly scary. Uh, but I don't think that's what their mascot is based off of. I'm actually being serious. No, it's definitely not. It's, it's not, I'm telling you it's not. It well, is. I know that their mascot, it looks like a Buffalo. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm saying like... they're, they're, let me, let me just squash this here. Their, their football team is not based around the i don't know serial killer buffalo bill or, or whoever it was in real life i think it is I, hey we'll find out sunday i don't know <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out on sunday when the patriots play them but but no like the tampa bay buccaneers like they have a full-on ship in their stadium that just shoots off cannons at random times that's not safe I, to quote the late great scotty pippen Get the hell out of the way when those things are firing. And then the Raiders guy is pretty dope too. Pretty scary. Eye patch. Uh, that's all I really know about him. But Does he wear horns? I forget. That's the Vikings. Another, ah, another yes. scary one. Another scary one. Um, there is a team though. I think it's Georgia Tech. Wake Forest. Wake Forest guy is kind of creepy. Um, they play Enter Sandman by Metallica. Like yep. when they come out and like all the crowd gets going, that that's pretty scary. I, I would like to see a team like really buy into like just being like scary. Like yeah, a college basketball team, like the lights go out, you play scary music, like, like fuck like Kane or the undertaker. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, I could do a whole separate episode on scary wrestlers, but um, that would be intimidating. Yeah. They, well, now I that I think just, about it, they should, just, there should be a team that has like, I don't know the fucking like the Minnesota, monsters. yeah, the Minnesota. I was gonna say monsters. like the Minnesota Morticians, or like the uh, mm. Fredericksburg Funeral Home Directors, yeah, like dude. an actual scary person, and just have everything be death related. The Utah Undertakers. Ooh, the yep. UTEP Undertakers. <laughs> I wouldn't want to um, go on the road there. That's that's one of those. That's one you circle on the schedule at UTEP every year. <laughs> What about like uh this one I did have written down another scary animal um the Arizona Diamondbacks snakes very scary terrible oh, um can we go to commercial break I need to go grab my laptop charger we certainly can okay let's Maybe hear a freestyle and ad here let's hear a word from our sponsors So while Dan's getting his charger, uh, what I was going to say, and hmm, should I say this again when he gets back? No, I'll just have him listen to it. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks snakes are scary. 
And I was going to ask Dan, eh, Dan's already back. So I'm going to wait until he gets back. Ten more seconds for station identification. This is being simulcast, I believe, um, on your FM dials. That's 42.0 on the FM dial and uh, 69.9 on AM. Sorry, 690 AM. Um, all right. Sorry about that. I'm back. Wow. That was a... Uh, through the ad read? Yeah, I did. Okay. You'll, you'll have to uh, check that out. No, but Arizona Diamondbacks and just yeah. snakes in general. Terrifying. Well, snakes in general, obviously. Um, if you're watching this on the video, I had to change up my location a little bit. Um, just to add here with the logistics of the laptop charger. I will give Soapy credit on here. He is always way more prepared than me. I'm going to guarantee your laptop is fully charged. Um, you're fully erect and mm. your notes are ready to go. So thank you. Kudos to that. Credit um, I was not going to take, but will accept graciously. But uh, I, I did have a question for you, snake wise. Like, <laughs> Let me find this question. Okay. How do you feel about snakes shedding their skin? You ever seen that on like National Geographic or Discovery Channel? I think it's a cool feature to have. I think it's a good metaphor for life as well. It, it's nice to just shed your skin and just start over on a frequent basis. Well, I was going to say, especially with the election coming up. Uh-huh. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually, now that I think about Four it. Four more years. You, you could consider this to be a shedding of our skin. America's shedding its skin. Yeah. Unless the same skin just grows back. Very orange skin, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> no, um, isn't it gross, though, how it looks like honeycomb? Snakes are... Snakes are kind of messed up have you seen the videos of snakes like eating like whole mice like oh, animals yeah. whole very strange the, the a snake's digestive system is very interesting in You've general grown up and just how they kind of i've never really understood the the mechanics of like how a snake moves like he has no limbs right he or she excuse me have no limbs <clears throat> they just slither like there's no other species <laughs> that can use the verb slither like to get around <laughs> like what are they doing god this would be a great one to have shawnee o on i'd love to hear his take on this he if is, he could break down please how snakes move from point a to point b he is a part-time zoologist so it would be perfect <sighs> yep you could argue though that either they have no limbs or their body is just one entire a limb. limb a limb yep well we'll definitely uh, have to touch on that for the next episode where were we? I did want to touch on one thing. You brought up something interesting the other day about just kind of scary scenarios and situations in everyday life that might fly under the radar. I, I don't know how you really want to explain it. You explained it better than I just did, but I thought it was an interesting conversation. Yeah, um, I'll explain the conversation. You can. Did you want to go first or you want me to go first? I prefer if you did, just so I can get a better idea of what it is you're actually talking about. Oh boy. I'm actually kind of scared to tell the story. I'll go but... first. I'll go first. Cause I know. What okay. you mean. So, so you good. Good. We were just talking about like not irrational fears, but things that have scared us in real life that are, mm -hmm. it, it can be like a traumatic memory. It could yep. be uh, a nightmare situation, something mm -hmm. that you were just like really nervous about. So yeah, go ahead. Take the stage. So I had one 
um, it actually did happen to me. So that's why it's like a, an ongoing fear. Um, I guess we'll start with this one, but just the fear of throwing up in public has always stuck with me. Oh, weird. <laughs> because it happened to me before. <laughs> and I know that's a little more mutual between the two of us on another um, story we've told in the past. But so I remember I was in, I think it was like fifth or sixth grade. And actually this is, I'm glad you brought this up. I didn't even know this was a thing until my wife one day randomly mentioned she did the same thing with her school. When you were in like fifth or sixth grade, or I guess any time of school, did you go on like a, an overnight to like a nature camp or something like that? I think we did once. Okay. Around that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so did I. And it was like, we did like adventure classes and like cliche, like trust building activity things. It has nothing to do with the story, but that's where we were. And one night we were eating dinner in like a typical, like, like cliche, like mess hall type of setting. And I wasn't sick. I wasn't like nervous. It was literally, it's another day. And I, I vividly remember I had my food on my tray. I was walking back to my table. I stopped and I just puked. I just threw up like all over the floor. I think I dropped my tray, like cliche, like right out of a movie, like dropped my tray, threw up. And I remember just like not knowing what to do. So I, I kind of just looked around. I think I probably cried. Like, I don't know what else my reaction would be. I think it was in fifth grade. And then someone, I assume a staff member came to help me. And I remember like getting cleaned up and I was just like, that really sucked. Like, I never want to have to do that again because I had to go back to like my bunk and like, I guess, explain myself. Um, and understandably, my peers had questions that I just wasn't in a position to answer. I was like, I honestly, bro, like, I don't know. Like I just fucking threw up and I'll never yeah. forget that. And it hasn't happened since, but it's just like, I don't want that ever to happen again. And that's actually, do you remember like in school in general, like kids would just throw up like in school. Mm-hmm. That was like a, that was like a go home, like tell your parent, tell your friends event. Like, Oh, so-and-so threw up today. That's absurd. <laughs> like if that were to happen, like at work, like, Hey, I know you're, you were off today, but dude, fuck it. Like, Dude, John just threw up like in his cubicle today <laughs> or like kids crying. Remember, like it would be a story like your mom would be, hey, how was school? It's like, oh, it was great. So-and-so cried today at school. Like kids would just cry. Yeah. Like kids are just weird. And again, I don't know. I haven't been in an elementary school setting in quite some time. I don't know if that still happens. I can't wait for like Carter to be in school. So I can ask him like if anyone threw up or like cried today. Yeah. I'm, any, I'm intrigued. Hopefully any, it's not. Yeah. Uh, vomit or tears projectile uh but again i don't know if that's what you meant as like an example but that's one wow all right this is crazy because i actually do have damn that's not the fear that i was going to talk about but that was one of my huge fears growing up too which is a really weird coincidence well i think i think a common it's just like public embarrassment is obviously a common fear but that's just a more specific scenario all right so maybe i'll all right, I'll tell Because you, you told me one. You're like, I've never told you the story. I want to wait for the podcast to do it. So I want to hear that story. Was that about? You didn't tell me anything about it. You just said, I want to get your actual reaction. Oh, so that's this story then. This is really weird. And for anyone listening, I assume you're listening. Um, this wait, is... were you either eight or 24 years old when this happened? <laughs> 
that's where it gets weird. Oh, talk about symmetry. Because coincidentally, we did bring up snakes too. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't move on. I'm freaking myself <laughs> out. Okay. I'll make this story quick because I do have right, a second please. one that I really want people to hear. All right. So the first story, the puke thing, mm. I, I always had the same fear growing up too. And it happened to me. The first time it happened to me was um, I was just at a grocery store with my parents and I yeah. used to get sick a lot as a kid. And whenever I would get sick and like feverish for some strange reason, puking was just automatically guaranteed. It's like, Oh, he's got, he's mm. got a fever. He's got a cold. Like, yeah, he's, he's, chalk it up in the next 36 hours, he will be puking somewhere. And so I, I just fucking hated puking. And sure. then um, <clears throat> my parents took me to shout out to Nick, a big supporter and listener of the program. Yes. All the way out in Colorado. He knows this story very well. For my real? He lives in Colorado? Yeah. Damn, that's sick. Thanks, yeah. Nick. I know you listen a lot. Yeah. Appreciate it, sir. So <clears throat> parents took me to Six Flags in New York. Oh, boy. And my parents aren't like big travelers. So to them, we might as well have like fucking flown to space or something <laughs> that day. And I was happy because I, I had been to Canopy Lake a bunch of times. So I was really excited. Like the buildup was there, kind of like how you talked mm -hmm. about with basketball games earlier. So we go yeah. there. I went on a ride that was pretty tame. It wasn't anything crazy. It was one of those things where you it's basically a swing. That's whatever, 30 feet oh, off the ground. It doesn't even yeah, go fast. And I was like, yeah, that looks fun. And I, I, I'm sure I'll be fine. So I go on it and my parents at, at this point were pretty like protective and just wanted to make sure that I was safe and whatever. And they're like, you're, you're sure you feel comfortable with that? Cause we hate rides. We're not going to go on it. So I go on it. I, I get back off and I'm like, Oh man, I do feel kind of funny. Maybe it's just cause I had eaten before the ride. It wasn't just that. So I, I didn't throw up that day, but the rest of the day I didn't go on any rides. And my parents were like, man, like we did just drive five hours to come here. And you went on a total of like three rides. Sure you're good. Yeah. This is in sixth grade. And I still remember it vividly. Were you by yourself? Were you an only child growing up? Right. Uh, no, I have an older sister. And okay. but I'm right. trying to remember if she was there. I don't think that she was because she was already in college at this time. Okay. So we come home. Dude, I kid you not, the rest of that summer and uh, going into sixth grade, it de it debilitated me for like years to the point where, so I, I just had this- Wait, I'm sorry. I was, I, I was trying to check something on my phone. You, did you puke or no? I didn't. Okay. But the fear of throwing up. So the rest of that day, I was just like, man, I don't want to go on any rides because I don't want to throw up in public, just like you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then it- Well, really I actually snowballed. did <clears throat> Yes, you did. So you had a reason. Right. It snowballed to the point where for the next three to four years, I pretty much like I stopped playing basketball with my friends. Mm -hmm. I remember one time playing like, did you ever, did you have tetherball growing up in Nashville? Yep. Great game. Yeah. So a sport that doesn't require that much, like it's nothing crazy strenuous. Very low pressure. Yeah. Even things like that, I'd start to think about, uh oh, what if I throw up in the middle of this? And I'd have to stop. And a couple of times I would just yeah. like dry heave out of nowhere. Long story <laughs> short, my parents fucking hated me for like, mm. for probably a year, definitely the rest of that summer, because they had to bring me to the doctor multiple times because I, I pretty much stopped eating. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't do anything active. I couldn't go to the store and like walk around. I couldn't turn my neck too fast. If someone was calling me from like, 
I don't know, from the kitchen and I was in the living room. My parents mm. are just like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what's yeah, your I issue? got you good. Yeah. And <laughs> and it got to the point where they also had to start. My mom had to start making second meals for me because I started eating less and less that she had to just cook, especially like really easy things to eat. Cause I was just like, yeah, I don't want to eat. Cause mm. like eventually I'll throw that up and actually Excellent. throwing up didn't happen too much. But every time that they took me to the doctor, the doctor would be like, I mean, we can try Benadryl. It seems like you have some crazy motion sickness. Yeah. But this is very bizarre. Do you like like theme park rides now or ever? I eventually Post? I got over it and I, I like roller coasters that don't go upside down. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I too. can do it, but it I took I, me like years. I used to be, af- I used to be afraid of like, to the point, like I wouldn't go on an upside down roller coaster, but now I'll do it. But I don't, I don't like, I don't love it. Like I wouldn't choose that over a regular roller coaster. I had another one too that I did write down. I just thought of now that I kind of understand what you're actually wanting to talk about. I had this irrational fear as a kid too. So I remember back when I was a kid driving in the car with like one of my parents in the passenger seat, front or back seat, the irrational fear of like, what would happen? Like if they like just died or like fell out of the car or something like that. And I being a a kid, not knowing how to drive, like what I would do. And I swear, like on long car rides, like when I would get bored and just like start daydreaming, I would think of that scenario and be like, okay, like if this happens, like, what am I going to do? Like, do I have enough time to unbuckle my seatbelt, jump over and like hit the brake before we like go off the road and like die? Multiple times I've had that thought. Are, are we over this now or no? Oh yeah. That was very short lived. Okay. Like once I got my license, I was like, all right, this isn't, I don't think this is that common of a scenario. But like you're a kid, you're seat belted in, especially if you're in the backseat, like you're screwed. Yeah. You have to get your adult parent out of the way and then drive before oh, you yeah. go off road. Very terrifying. Once you become the driver, it's much less scary because if that happens, well, you're just dead anyways. Right. But at least once you get into the driver's seat, it's like, all right, now I can at least have some control over this. No, right. I'm saying like, if that, if that scenario happens, like mm-hmm. you're the one that died. So. Right. Right. But I've never, I've never really had that thought on a plane. Like I don't mind flying and it's virtually the same thing. Like I've even less yeah. control if the pilot fucking croaks. Um, <laughs> that's how it goes. And the only other one I had, Oh, I did. I did. I've always had an irrational fear. I guess these are all more of a, of a kid, which I guess makes sense. But just of someone like kidnapping me, like that would just, Mm. that was just, I never really thought I would be in a position to get kidnapped. But thinking back like that is just a, no, you know, I'm sure everyone would agree with me. And then people who have been kidnapped would, I assume, agree with me. That's just a pretty (laughs) terrible scenario because you have no control. And you know what, dude, you know what I thought about this? Speaking of old episodes, I think there was an episode where we're talking about Jake Gyllenhaal and talking about movies and talking about uh, prisoners, movie prisoners, which I know we're both big on. Mm -hmm. Dude, that movie gets me. Like the end of that, I don't care about spoiler alerts anymore, but the end of that movie when Hugh Jackman is basically kidnapped, really kidnapped, because the whole movie is about that other kid being kidnapped, right? Who Mm -hmm. he thinks killed his kids or took his kids, but he gets out. The end, um, and I never, really, I never really thought about those two connecting till now, but the end when the adult, Hugh Jackman, 
legit like that moment when he turns to face the door and the woman's like stop with the gun like that's it like there's no escape you you like what that feeling must feel like where it's like dude i am kidnapped and i'm not getting out and i can't call anyone and i'm fucked that's fallen and i can't get up (laughs) i've fallen i am not getting up (laughs) like life alert ain't gonna help me in this one i ain't getting up that's like, I still, I swear to God, dude, I get like a, a weird feeling in my stomach when I see that scene. And then even at the end, when Jake Gyllenhaal comes back, remember, he like kind of faintly hears something yeah, and then leaves. That's like, oh, that's like gut-wrenching. Yep. I guess it's the equivalent of being buried alive. I assume that would suck too. Ooh. Go back to The Undertaker. <laughs> I would love to get one of, his, one of his opponents from a buried alive match on the show to talk about what that was like. Because, hey, if there's anyone, if my life was on the line and they're like, hey, you got to pick one guy to win a buried alive match or we kill you. It's like, what's the Undertaker's direct dial? That match was made for the Undertaker. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's undefeated. We should have Jad confirm, but I'm pretty sure he has a, a over 500 record in buried alive matches. Oh, yeah. That man... That's his specialty. He's buried some people. Strengths. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that. And then um, I did have another one when I was younger. And I, you never, we've talked about this before, but you ever wish there were moments you could like just go back and like rewatch it happening like to you um, or like a fun memory or like something where you like, you kind of have a foggy memory about it, but you're not quite sure. So you need to go back and ch- check the tapes. Yeah. Drowning, obviously, is a common fear, I would assume, amongst most, most people Sure, who have survived to this point not drowning. Um, I remember I was probably like, my grandparents used to have a pool. And I was probably like, it was like a legit, like, in-ground, like, good-sized pool, shallow end and a deep end. And I, we used to have Fourth of July parties there. Um, and one year, we had, like, one of those big, round, like, rafts where multiple people could sit on it like probably like six or eight people could sit on it and just float around. And again, this is the pool. It's not an ocean. So there's only so far you could go. Eventually you would hit a corner or the wall or something. And I was probably like 10 or 12. And I remember being, I went underwater and I tried to come up and I noticed I was stuck under that thing. And it was probably like, I don't know, probably the size of like a kitchen table or something like that. So I'm like, all right, I'm under this thing. I need to swim to the other side so I can get up. So I remember swimming what felt like forever. I swam so long, got to the other end, tried to come up and I was still under it. And I swear to God, there was like a five second period where I was like, I'm going to drown and I'm going to die. (laughs) And then I remember like, I finally got out and I was like gasping for air. I was being so like over the top dramatic. And I was probably under there for like 12 seconds, but it felt like I was under there for like, hours and i literally thought i was gonna die and since then i've had this irrational fear of like being trapped under something underwater again like drowning is a common thing but it kind of goes back to the puke story like it actually happened but in hindsight it probably wasn't as dramatic as i made it sound but it's something that's like stuck with me for a while and really fucked like it was really messed up at the time i was so scared time spent underwater goes by like dog years (laughs) I nah, she's sleeping. I was going to go grab my dog and mm. get a first hand, like, wow, that math checks out. But yeah, I agreed. 
I don't like being underwater. I'm not a big underwater guy in general. Like when I, I mean, go I had swimming, a... I'm like probably 90, 10 above water versus underwater. Like I'm not a big, like jumping off the diving board or like, you know what I mean? Like when I swim, I usually just go in and hang out in the water. I don't really swim. Not Similar situation. Yeah. Similar situation. I didn't learn how to swim until last <laughs> year when I was, <laughs> I was 30. Say, shout out, shout out to the Forlando crew. Um, we had a pool at our vacation we went to and that was, it was, it was, it was, it was activities in the water, but it wasn't quite swimming with you. Mm. I don't know what you would consider that, No, but that's a good, that's how I like to swim. Like I don't, I don't go swimming. Like I go in the water, but I very rarely like to go underwater or actually I, I'll put it this way. I very rarely like to go in a body of water where I'm not touching the ground. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what's the point? I've got a good one. Same situation at shout out to Kaylee, Corey and Dice. Mm. And actually you, you were there. So <clears throat> it was at their grandparents' house. I remember that. Yeah, this is 2012, 2013. 6 years pre swimming lessons and um Mark didn't know that I couldn't swim. So Wait, I can't did you get, did you get actual swimming lessons from like a yeah. professional? I went to the YMCA and I took adult swimming lessons. Good for you. Dude, it was really quick. It was six Please. to seven of us. Um, how old all, were the adults? Adults who didn't know how to swim? I will say that, yeah, they were all my age. And First one of all, of them, very, very brave of you for talking about this on a public platform where we get literally millions of listeners per episode. Yeah, I'm going to, Rogan's going to ask me about this one too. If you want, I'll edit it out, but go ahead. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So there were six or seven of us, dude, by the time that the class, like we graduated, there was only two of us and it was me. Jesus Christ. They I'm all not... died. <laughs> you would think that's what they want you to think. That's what I thought. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Six down to two. Yeah. It was me. The other people had dropped out and the only girl that had like survived the class, I guess. Dropped dead. Dropped out. <laughs> dropped out. All right. Dropped gotcha. out. Yeah. They couldn't. It was a sink or swim situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it didn't go swimmingly. Oh, I the, love it. The, <laughs> the girl that also made it, I'm not saying this to be funny or disrespectful, was special sure. needs. It was me and a, and a girl who had special needs were the only two to graduate the class. And so, yeah, flashback to, to that story. Um, Mark didn't know that I couldn't swim. So he put yeah. me in the deep end. And this yep. was with you guys there so i remember that ari was there too. or of you i know oh, for yeah. a fact I, there were a lot of people there yeah there's a lot of people i think there. dan and Lindsay were there too i think Come that on. sounds right yep so dice puts me in the deep end um which was i don't know probably like six to eight feet i'm only yep. five and a half feet tall yep needless to say i definitely struggled to like get back to the shallow end mm -hmm. and while i was down there for who knows six seconds I was like, like forever, dude, right? Yeah, it felt like forever. Let and what you, was like, racing through my mind was not only am I going to die, I'm going to die in front of my friends. Yeah, it's like a non swimmer. I'm going to drown is. in a pool in front of my friends. Like you did have that thought. Like I 100 percent die. It's that's crazy. why I was Very slightly scary. angry when I came up for air. Totally understandable. <laughs> and, See, I and, wasn't uh, like angry. Well, they are different scenarios. I wasn't intentionally thrown in water um i was also 10 but but anyway 
but yeah, it's a very terrifying feeling. And, and the, one of the worst parts is you come up and it's like, you have no one to like relate to and talk about it. Cause oh, everyone no. is just like, Oh, like, okay. Like no big deal. You're fine. It's like, okay, I'm fine. But that was at that point, that was literally the scariest moment of my life, but whatever, let's continue having fun. And I'm going to party. This is great. Dude. Also the embarrassment of like, not, not knowing how yeah, to swim true. for most people is very embarrassing. Yeah, I think yeah. for the most part, I was just like, for most of my life, I didn't really care that much. But when you're put in a situation where you're struggling and yeah. there's people, there were definitely people who weren't in the pool who were just looking over and they're sure. probably like, that's probably one of the fuck them. is this kid's problem? Was this pre or post for Orlando trip? Post. Post for oh, sure. So I, I did know you couldn't swim. So that's on me. That's my bad. <laughs> it, could, it definitely could I have knew. gone better, but it, it is what it is. Maybe that's a, on me. Right, a life buddy. lesson. But yeah, when I came up, I was just like, dude i'm fucking angry and i'm also very embarrassed right now. so we got a life lesson we needed a lifeguard yes (laughs) man so i'm curious back to that adult swim class if you don't mind sure um what was like the demographic like outside of the other the woman you already mentioned like what were the it was all minorities ages i meant more like ages but thank you (laughs) uh they were probably they were all around my age one of them was a a couple that like also brought their kid there too but these were people who uh, i'm being serious they they you guys didn't know how to swim yeah and somehow these people were more scared of water than i was i almost did it have any resemblance i'm picturing like almost like a like a terrible example but like an aa class like people coming together you're all in this together and like it, it, I'll put it this way. It's like you were, you said it yourself, like you were 30. What like pushed you to take that next step to go to the swim class? I just figured I had to get over the, the, the hump of not knowing how to swim. It looks fun from, from a spectator's so was, view. It always looks well, what fun. I'm asking is, was it like a social motivation to be able to go swimming or like a survivor thing? Like, Hey, if I'm thrown in the water, I need to know how to swim. A little bit of both. I wanted okay. to have fun and also continue living story of my life yeah, <laughs> yeah i've got one more quick one well I'm, I'm i will say bro i'm very i'm very happy for you oh no, yeah honestly, you, you haven't seen me do it in person no i've seen you at your worst i would i'm looking forward to seeing you at your best mm, yeah it, shout it out is... big friends of the program brian Leahy and Corey walker we tried give us that we tried you guys did try we failed <laughs> it was but. just it just wasn't in the cards that that week. No, you guys were holding me up like a two by four. And every time you let my legs go, I just like, bro, we were holding you all up of like a sudden. A, I was just standing. <laughs> it, it was it was reminiscent of like a baby at like a baptism, just like dunking you in the water, just hoping that you mm. rise. Certainly didn't. Um, but so you, you legit like if you just jump in a pool now, you can jump in a pool and swim. Yes. May I ask you a, a question? Follow up yes. question. Were you disappointed in the fact that this summer was somewhat limited as far as like pool party, like, were you, was this like your coming out party this summer and you were kind of pretty handicapped <laughs> with the pool party scenario? Honestly, yes. Because last summer, yeah. like when I took the lesson, it was yeah. towards the end of summer. So sure. by the time that I finished, like I, in my um, townhouse community here in Calabasas, we do have a, like a community pool. Oh, boy. so I was able to show off to one person and nice. Trust Is me. that old like lady what, who lives next door? No, old man lives mm-hmm. upstairs. Got you. 
no it was it was a it was a mutual friend of ours and i was like you know what we're gonna go swimming Check and this out yeah i'm gonna act like this is normal but you you see what i'm doing i got you yeah that's legit bro we'll, we'll do it up next summer if if things kind of turn around we'll 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 have a little coming out party next summer D- yeah dip our toes in the water and you know what bro it's like i'd like dice to be there be like hey listen bro it, it, it goes, I mean, we talk about social media, things trending. Mm. This is how it started. This is how it's going. <laughs> like I, I'm here now. Yeah. You know, to quote the great LBJ, put some goddamn respect on my name. Like I'm here to swim. Fins up. I have a final one that I Big would trust. really like to get up, get Please. off my chest. Please. All right. Sorry. This one, you do know the story, but I have to change up one detail to basically to protect myself, but I want people Please. to hear this story. We'll just pretend that this person is a associate of mine, someone that you would need to see on a regular basis. I know what you're going to be talking about. You do. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do. I'll say that he's my mechanic or he was my mechanic, mm-hmm. but he was something else. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. So let's, we call him my mechanic. Um, my mechanic was, this is three or four years ago. Mm. I followed him from one garage to the next because I trusted him that much with my car. You're a loyal customer. Yeah. And it's hard to find a good mechanic and someone that you like trust. Actually, that's kind of a, that's a fair point to make. Big trust. <laughs> yeah. So like we, we kind of became like friends, I guess, more so acquaintances. But anytime that we saw each other out in public, I always said hi. And there were actually times that we would go out to eat before he worked on my car. like that's how close we became anyways he was definitely a sketchy dude he was built like fucking brolic like huge you can attest to this very jacked uh bodybuilder he's one of those guys who's just constantly posting pictures and like the shirts seem to get tighter every time i see him in a new picture he's also Mm. tatted up he was formerly in jail if he listens to this he's gonna know who the fuck i'm talking about he was formerly in jail So just a scary character, very shady. And I started to get annoyed with him because every time that he worked on my car, he would also ask me for a favor in addition to being paid for his services. He'd he'd ask me to like give him a ride back to his house because ever since he got out of jail, he didn't have his license anymore. He lost his license. Or he'd ask me to like bring him to his court case. That's not a joke. He asked me to... One time while he was working on my car, I was sitting in the waiting room and he's like, hey, wait here for a second before we leave, before I had to go like bring him to his house. Someone comes in with a duffel bag. I was like, all right, I'm not even going to ask what the fuck that is. I found out later that it's just a bunch of steroids and other illegal shit. And I'm like, all right, this this dude is something else. And it just got to the point where he would stop asking me to pay for the service. Instead, he would just be like, if you do these favors for me, I will give you the next 10 oil changes for free. Mm-hmm. And I was really bad with uh, peer pressure at the time. Mm-hmm. So to tie it back, like my fear or whatever here is more of a traumatic memory. There's one, there were two times that he called me on the phone and he's like, Hey man, like um, I was hoping you could, you could help me out. And he's really not necessarily convincing, but he, he's persistent. Right, hold on. I need to, I need to go grab something at my doorstep real quick. Okay. Um, we'll pause an ad read or just, just pause real quick. Okay.
we'll we'll build the suspense here. If you're not watching on video, Dan just walked to his door and it looks like he's coming back with a uh, hmm some sort of uh, tube or cylindrically taped sorry tube or cylindrically shaped object. I'm not sure what this is. It's uh it's addressed very plainly as if to I don't know maintain privacy for some reason. Not sure what that could be about. Here he comes. Sorry. All right, Dan, we'll have to not, figure out what not I did my most Not the most professional episode from a production standpoint, but... No, no, it's all right. I'm listening. So so he, he again, calls me. I, I know exactly what you're referring to, but I think you've painted a pretty good picture. Yeah. In essence, call- you've been dealing and you've gotten in, in pretty deep with a sketchy character. Yeah. And I so what happened... Blame some of it on yourself, too. I've always told you that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I've only told this story to like a half dozen people. And every yep. time the answer is the same, which is number one, You're you are blind. dumb for letting yep. yourself get into this. So here's where it goes. The guy either texted me or called me and was like, hey, man, I need your help with something. I'm like, all right, whatever. And what he needed was help paying his cell phone bill. And he goes, and this isn't against anyone who uses a prepay plan or pays in cash. However, because of the nature of uh, his character, you wouldn't it's typically be tied that. to certain professions, occupancies or yeah. occupations rather. Yep. Yeah. Shout out so, the wire season two. <laughs> but yes. Anyway. Yeah. Not too far off. Good. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. I, I guess I can help you out. And he goes, all right, I need, um, I think it was $170. Oh, it's like, okay, I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. You know, I have thoughts on this, but go ahead. Whatever the total was, I I think it was 170, and he goes, and I need this like pretty much ASAP, or else they're gonna shut my phone off. And if they shut my phone off, I'm not. This is another thing that he did. It was always a long story. Mm-hmm. He's he's kind of like a he's kind of like a panhandler. They always give you like a long sympathy story. Sure. He, I think he said, if they shut my phone off, I'm not gonna be able to renew my fucking mechanic license or certification. So I'm like, all right what like what do i get in return and it must have been 10 free oil changes mm-hmm. and he goes but i need it asap um so can you send it right now and i said mm-hmm. fine he goes no but it can't be cash and i'm like all right so like how do you want this it, it was a sunday night i Wait, remember that. can or can't be cash cannot be cash oh interesting okay. because he couldn't go to a store to pay this well, i guess that makes person. sense yeah, because it was like a late late on a Sunday night. Right. So I'm like, all right, so how do you want it? And he goes, well, just send me like a picture of your debit card or give me your debit oh, card information. God, I didn't know it was that bad. I forgot about that part. <laughs> so I did it. I sent him my complete financial information, my debit card, the fucking security passcode on the back, expiration, my mailing address, all mm-hmm. that stuff, my bank account what <laughs> well not my bank account but i mean the the card number is good enough to get you oh you know no 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 you've done enough um <laughs> that's absurd maybe i forgot about that part <laughs> oh buddy that is bad so i did that yeah i did that um he paid his bill a couple weeks later i'm still feeling like stupid about this i checked my account 
And I noticed it wasn't 170 as he had promised. It was 200, which the $30 difference isn't the, it's not the money issue. It's like, well, okay, you should have told me what it was, what the total yeah. amount really was going to be if you're my friend. Did it say, story short, the money, did it say where the money was paid to? I think it did. So it really did go to like a cell phone company. Yeah. Okay. The, the worst part of this story is that he got me again later. And when I say got me, he, he didn't trick me. I gave in a second time for like a similar fucking sob story. And mm -hmm. yeah, like I said, anytime I've told anyone this story, they just uh, it come away so pretty. Uh, I'm pretty frustrated. Yeah. I get upset when I hear these things. They care about you. <laughs> you oh, dude. To, to dude, the listeners. So I do not associate with this person anymore. I cut him off. It took me a couple of years after that. But I did eventually was, cut him off and I have second? a new mechanic. What was the second one? What did he ask you for? Same situation. I think it was the cell phone bill. Same again. dollar amount? Uh, he, I want to say wait, it was... Wait, 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 wait. Did he pay you back? In... in Oh, oil changes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in oil changes, yes. Did the, did the numbers line up at all? Yeah, it was the... I broke even, I guess. But again, That's an oil change silly. isn't something that you constantly need. Correct. So that takes time for Correct. that to be paid up on. Hundred percent. Speaking of lineup, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of lineups, that's very interesting. So I'm sorry. What is your what is the fear? Don't be it, a that was idiot. more of like a traumatic memory, but peer pressure. Oh yes. Okay. Come on, bro. Like you're a grown ass man. You can't be doing that stuff. That's silly. I I agree. So I, how how far? I guess I guess what I'm saying. I guess what I'm curious and I don't know if anyone's even still listening to this. He like, what was the persuasion tactic? Like, like, did you just say yes, right off the bat? Like you thought this was <laughs> totally acceptable. No problem. He was one of those people who's um, kind of like I would a salesman assume, who won't let you get a word. Uh, in. Okay, fine. But it's like your relationship. You already said was customer to business owner. I would assume he, you're not the first person he went to asking for a loan. I would imagine at least the first the, time. No, hmm. I'd imagine with the content of this person's character that I was not the first. I loan, hope not. Loan giver, loan, loan requested person. Yeah, yikes! You're really spilling your guts on this episode, buddy. Mm. A lot of good stuff here. This is a um, tough one. Yeah, I don't even know where to go from here. Um, well, I'm glad you got over the fear. It's not a fear. It's a just a thing you shouldn't do. <laughs> like, I'm not afraid of jumping off my roof. I just know I shouldn't do it. <laughs> so I don't do it. It's basically what it breaks down to. Yes, I'm afraid of that happening, but I know I can control myself from not doing it. I would also say as a, as a word of advice to someone who's experienced here, if someone asks you for money, and you do like trust them enough to loan it to them, just loan them the money and don't give them access to like your debit card. Yes. In I case don't think that, I don't think that didn't had pick to be up said. on that. Yeah. That didn't need to be said, but yes, I don't think I've ever actually loaned some, not that I have a lot of money to loan, but I don't think I've ever, or on the other side of that other end of that transaction, I've never like borrowed or asked or give like a significant amount of money to someone, especially a friend. I did it one especially other time at a casino. Yeah. And it took me with another similar mm -hmm. uh, feeling. You need to make it, better friends. 
it, it took me like a year to recover it. And it was a large amount of money. I hope my parents aren't listening. I, I mean, it, if you watch the last dance, you saw that story. Like people know this isn't breaking news. They know about that. <laughs> but, um, all right. We're kind of coming up on time. We kind of went a little off the rails. Anything else you want to touch on? Did you want to quickly run through um, terrible people to ch- trick or treat at or with? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. That fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you, you can go ahead real quick. All right. Um, I, I promised at this point, it was about 45 minutes ago to tie in a rape oh, comment. Jesus. The go first ahead. person that I would hate to trick or treat with or at his house, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Great call. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't want to do that. I think another one that we talked about in the group chat was Kyrie Irving. Yes. No, of course not as severe. I'm not comparing the two. No. But just, I think any prolonged period of time with Kyrie Irving, I just couldn't see myself having a good time. Oh, no. Especially he would if he this you off. Yeah. And I can't, I bet he would be the type of guy to just, and we all had, and I, I was thinking about like trick-or-treating in general today. I thought about this too. Like Halloween is a very strange holiday because- as a young kid, I'd say like 10 and under, it's, it's fantastic, right? You dress up, you go out with mm-hmm. your parents and your friends, you get candy. You literally come home. I remember vivid, vivid memories of coming home with my sister and just dumping out a pillowcase of candy. Yep. Like that was like the Mecca of like, and it was just a fuck. Sometimes it would just be a Wednesday night. <laughs> like it, you know what I mean? That was great. And then I posted the picture on our, on the Instagram handle of like college, college Halloween was fantastic as well. Yes. But those middle years, like Halloween as a teenager kind of sucks. Like you're yeah. too old to trick or treat, but you're too young to like go to like a house party. I don't mm. remember what I did like Halloween when I was like 15 years old. Probably sucked. I think the coolest thing that you could do is go to a haunted house and call it a day. Right. And those, I, I've always been an anti haunted house guy. Big stand. I'll take a big stand on that. I think, I think they're awful. And I think, wow, talking about like places I would never want to be, I would never want to like voluntarily go to a a haunted house that the only intention was it to go there and have other people like scare me. That just doesn't sound like something I would like to do. Like make it make sense. Like, I don't know how that's such a profitable business. (laughs) I don't know. Like haunted houses. I don't think I've ever really been to one. I've just never been like, this is something I think I would like to do. It's definitely an, an idea that I can and have gotten behind. I love you like them? houses. For real? Yeah. I'd never been in one until last year, and it was oh. fucking awesome. Really? Like, was it scary? Yeah, big time. And that was a I lot yelled. Of I don't know. Not my thing. I guess not my <laughs> cup of tea. Um, what, what are some of your go-to trick-or-treat candies? Because um, I've seen the, that debate going back a lot, like polls and questions and what's the goat and this and that. I think it's always been, I think it's, I think trick or treat's a heavy chocolate holiday. Yeah. I, I like the, it's also a great name for a, really like. for a laxative company, heavy chocolate. <laughs> Speaking of sponsorship opportunities, <laughs> but go ahead. You're saying about something about fruit. Uh, one of them is fruit. I like the strawberry thing that has the strawberry wrapper that when oh, you, old people candy. Yeah. I love those fucking fire. Things. So yeah. good, dude. Oh, those get a bad rap. Those are dynamite. Yep. I remember going to my grandparents' house. If you see those out in a dish, like it's lit. Like, let's go. Yeah, I'm I'm those ignoring so everything else. Good. Nah, 
No, I'll, 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 I'll tell you about how school was later. Like, I need at least a handful of these candies. That they and were like I also hard like candies, butterscotch. Right? Hmm? Butterscotch is dope. They were like hard candies, right? The strawberries. Yep. Then once you got to the center was where it was a little softer. Then that shit kicked up a notch. Yeah. Give me one of those strawberry candies on a warm summer day where it's like, they're like room temperature to lukewarm. Like a little residue gets stuck in the wrapper when you open it. Cause it's like just warm enough. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, you got me. I'm in. I don't even need the pandemic to be over. Like just. Bro, give me these for another year. I'll quarantine. So you tell me to come out like yeah. I could put me <laughs> in that situation. I'll, I'll take an old school wrap butterscotch candy. Um, but yeah, so like, I mean, trick or treat, it's like the other, the other fun, exciting part about trick or treat as a kid was obviously like fantasizing or like thinking about what candy you're going to get from certain houses, right? Like you'd go to the rich neighborhoods, like you could, you could, you could tell what you were in for based on the house for the most part. There were some disappointments and there were some pleasant surprises, but like I grew up in like, I think like an average neighborhood. Um, so we'd go to some like, you know, shitty houses, some nice houses. The nice houses I think were hit or miss because it's either they're too rich and they don't give a fuck and like their lights are off or whatever, or it's like they're rich and they know it. And they're like, here's like a, here's three like king size, like Snickers bars. And that can make a break. That can make your whole night. I can make your whole winter. <laughs> or you go to like the shitty house and you're like, all right, this is going to suck. And it's like some nice old lady who has nine cats and nothing better to do, but once a year, just ball out on Halloween candy mm-hmm. and treat you. Like dude, imagine who are like, shit, like grab some more, keep going. Like, this right. is, this is so dumb, but I was just, I was picturing if they really took the fun out of trick or treating and, and it became a thing where instead of like the kids coming to you, you, you as the house that has the candy, you just go to like, um, everyone's mailbox and drop off like a small bag of assorted candies and that becomes the new trick-or-treating uh, it very well could be uh but that wouldn't be fun at all did no, you have any other like terrible people to uh trick-or-treat at or with i mean the two we mentioned were definitely up there um i've got one that you could appreciate yeah go ahead trick-or-treating at the house of uh like someone who loves pyramid schemes Oh God, no! Don't, pitch, <laughs> bro. Don't pitch me. Just give me the candy. Like I don't have time for this. Also, trick or treating with that person would be terrible. Uh-huh. I think if you got back to like you and your sister, if you got back to the house and your sister was just like a pyramid scheme, fucking, or dude. like you dump out all your, you dump out your pillowcase. It's like all right, Snickers, Reese's, Hershey's, this, this, and that, and then it's just like a business card, <laughs> a business card with like some crappy ass candy like taped to it. It's like, come on, bro. Like I'm, I'm 10. Like, I don't, I don't need this. Some, a kid's pyramid, a pyramid scheme for kids, <laughs> kid scheme. Um, but no, I also remember, I always thought like the whole like trick or treat narrative going to door and saying trick or treat that goal, that got old by like house number three. Eventually I felt just like, you know what? Like fucking trick or treat, you know, what's coming trick or treat. Yeah. Give me, come on. Just yeah, let's can just we make the, this I, more transactional? I just want to get down to business. I'm a businessman. <laughs> I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Come on. <laughs> just give Let me, me the handle candy. this business. God. Damn. Just damn. compliment my costume. <laughs> if you have a little joke, whatever. You want to take it. I'll even let you take a goddamn picture. Just give me the candy. 
And yeah. it's like, there were the houses with apples and I don't think I've ever ran into this, but you would hear the stories about like people giving out toothbrushes, shout out Dr. Petterzani. I don't know if he ever did that. He's a dentist. Um, mm. But speaking of scary, let's end it here. I remember those, remember the week in school, Halloween week was scary. Some of like the stories and the warnings your teachers would give you and your parents, yeah. razor blades in the candy, poison, kidnappings. Yeah. Halloween night was scary. Oil changes. Oil changes unannounced. Um, <laughs> but I will like, I don't really think about it too much now. Like I'm obviously an adult, but Halloween night was scary. Like it was all fun and games, but eventually you would get to a point. Do you remember when you finally got to the point where it's like you could trick or treat with like your friends instead mm-hmm. of like just your parents? That was fun and exciting, but eventually like the farther and farther away you get from your house, it's scary. Like you would run into some houses that were scary. Then there were those people that would like have a scary thing, like pop out and, and scare you. Yeah. I didn't much appreciate that. No, Not that wasn't, that wasn't pleasant. Like we're talking about just brass tax business. I'm here for candy. I don't need to get scared. I have seen enough. Don't we both it. know why we're here. Yeah. Let's get this over. With. Let's get this over with, please and move on. You want to go to sleep. I want to go home and eat my candy. Let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but trick or treat in New England was different too. I've seen some funny memes and like talk about this because like October 31st in New Hampshire is damn near hit or miss. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to like snow tomorrow. Fucking <laughs> worst. Like, a, dude, if you could bank out a Halloween night like 65 degrees, nothing, no precipitation, that was like you could legit wear your costume. Yeah. I remember nights where it was like 30 degrees and snowing. And you'd have your costume. You'd have to wear like a sweatshirt and a jacket. And it's like, why am I even wearing the goddamn costume? Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I just look like an idiot, like walking around like a homeless person begging for candy. This isn't Halloween. They should, yeah, Ugh, they should move Halloween up me. one month, like to September 31st. That's a phenomenal idea. That's one of the best ideas you've had since we started this program. <laughs> I'd like to get that movement going. Where do we uh, fake news and fake trending? Why aren't we talking about this? Why is Halloween in October? Why can't this be done in like the middle of July? I haven't heard that debated. March. March is the perfect Halloween month. Late March. Yeah. Late March. Halloween is the official transition from winter to spring every Mm -hmm. year. These are the platforms that America really needs to talk about. I don't know. These are the discussions that people aren't ready for. We need to find the right person to talk about this with. I don't know if it's like your local monster in your neighborhood, but I don't know. But uh, let's end here. I mean, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. I hope, you know, if you're doing your thing this year, I hope you are able to have some fun. Do it responsibly. You know, my wife and I have been going back and forth. We have a one and a half year old kid. Kind of sucks. Like it's not going to be the usual. I mean, one and a half is still pretty young, but. You know, it's like we might take them around maybe like, I don't know, like my mother-in-law's neighborhood, but it's not going to be the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Not going to be easy, but if anyone can do it. I'm not sure who can, but some I'm not. someone probably can. But uh, no, happy Halloween and uh, good episode. A lot of important things were covered. I'm very yeah. proud of you. This is a groundbreaking episode for you. 
two successful commercial breaks that I, I cannot wait for you to <laughs> I certainly cannot wait to. to edit those. Do I need to, are they just good to, is this episode just good to cut and paste? I think so. Okay, I'm going to do it and I'll listen to it tomorrow like the rest of the audience. <laughs> All right. Have a good evening. Happy Halloween. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Oh, real quick. If you like yeah. the episode, if you like what we're doing, uh, help us out. Subscribe, share, comment. Um, really cool to see some interaction with some of you guys online. So mm -hmm. uh, appreciate it. Talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.